In Georgia, the presidential race was historically close. Joe Biden beat President Trump by only about 14,000 votes in a state where nearly 5 million votes were cast. With that razor-thin margin, the state has embarked on a recount. Georgia's Republican Secretary of State, Brad Raffensperger, is responsible for managing the recount. And as he does that, he's fighting a barrage of criticism. It's like whack-a-mole. It's a rumor whack-a-mole every day. Just the stuff that comes up, it's, uh, it's silly. But uh, well, we treat it seriously because we want people to get answers. There are allegations of voter fraud, of hacked counting machines, and of mismanagement straight from Brad's office. Most of the claims lack evidence, and many of them are coming from his own party. Welcome to The Journal, our show about money, business, and power. I'm Ryan Knudsen. It's Tuesday, November 17th. Coming up on the show, an interview with Georgia's embattled Secretary of State. This episode is brought to you by Vonage. With Vonage Video API, your developers can easily create custom video experiences tailored to your business. Enhance every conversation with live video, whether it's delivering faster tech support, improving customer service, or enabling interactive meetings and events. Unlock the true video potential of your business. Discover how at Vonage.com. Biden's win in Georgia was an upset, and it was so tight that last week, Brad announced that the results would undergo a recount by hand. In the state law, it said we had to use, for this election, a statewide audit of one race. And we chose the presidential race because it was the closest, and obviously it uh, has the most national significance. But we took it a step further, and we're doing 100% retally. And the reason that we decided to do it by hand is that people were questioning the accuracy of the machines. And all of a sudden, when you do that, that puts to bed that whole argument. And then you realize that there was nothing to support what they were saying. It was just wild ruminations. And there's been lots of this wild ruminations, rumors. It's like whack-a-mole. They come up daily. And as soon as you answer one question, then they move the goalposts and come up with something else that's you know equally unverifiable. You've had... George's two senators, both Republicans, calling for your resignation, saying that that you didn't deliver honest and transparent elections. You've got the the president of the United States, also a Republican, criticizing the election in Georgia. Did you expect there would be a reaction among Republicans to call into question the validity of the results and to specifically criticize you? Just... Uh, I'm surprised that they you put a little bit of pressure on them. They just folded like a cheap suit, uh, but that's okay. Uh, you know, we move on. We have our job to do. Uh, we've had a very, very open and transparent process. We understand. I've been saying this for six months now, that I understand that we live in polarized times, that half the people are going to be happy with these results and half the people are going to be sad. My job as Secretary of State is to have 100% of people have confidence in the accuracy of the vote. And that's what we've been struggling and striving for every day. You've also been, you've said, receiving death threats to you and your wife. Well, actually, 
my wife's received them. Uh, I haven't gone through. Uh, people don't live in Georgia, then I tend to just you know brush them off. I, I pay attention to the ones that come from Georgians because they're the ones that vote in our election. Did any of this pressure ever lead you to consider resigning? No. Not for a second? No. I have a job to do. The people hired me, and when they're done with me, then they'll have an opportunity when I'm up for re-election. And I'll stand for re-election. And I hope that they'll trust that I have been a voice of reason and that I have stood on my integrity because I think integrity still matters. One of the biggest critics of Georgia's election is the president, who's been tweeting about Georgia's ballots. And a lot of Republicans are backing him up, including South Carolina Senator Lindsey Graham, who spoke with Brad on the phone about the recount. Brad says that Senator Graham suggested Georgia throw out some legal ballots. He was asking us if the absentee ballots could be matched back to the envelope. And Senator Graham implied uh, for us to audit the envelopes. And I felt he was saying throw out the ballots of counties who had the highest frequency error of signatures. That's similar to that lawsuit that they filed in Michigan. And so really my takeaway from that is that, you know, Senator Graham and obviously President Trump and uh, his attorney, they're all on the same page. Senator Graham has said that he has a different interpretation of the call and that he wasn't suggesting at all to toss out ballots. Okay. How do you respond to that? Well, we just had uh, different impressions and fair enough, we move on. At the end of the day, we're not throwing out ballots that have gone through signature match. There's no way of doing that because we have the secrecy of the private ballot. My name is not on the ballots when I voted in person, and my name would not be on on the absentee ballot when I used absentee back in June. And that way you don't know who I voted for. But here's a hint. I voted Republican down the line because that's what I do. But many other people, they move around and they want to make sure that you don't know who they voted for. And that's the way we've had it probably since the late 1800s. And so that's how our absentee, it's nothing I changed. It's been long established in state law. Why did you decide to speak out about this call that you had with Senator Graham? I think that people need to understand that people are wanting people to do things that we just aren't going to do. We're not going to put our thumb on the scale for anyone. I want President Trump to win, but if he does win, he has to win it by having the most number of votes. I can't put my thumb on the scale. You know, as a Republican, I'm disappointed. But at the end of the day, Democrats, Republicans, everyone needs to know that our job is to make sure that we have honest elections, that every legal vote is counted. And that's it. It's as plain and simple as that. We're going to run our office with integrity, and our county election officials are going to run their offices with integrity. The recount so far has put some rumors to rest and uncovered at least one problem. That's after the break. This episode is brought to you by Global X ETFs. Buzz around artificial intelligence is seemingly everywhere. Is your portfolio keeping up? Consider the Global X Artificial Intelligence and Technology ETF, ticker AIQ, which invests in dozens of stocks at the leading edge of this disruption. Investing involves risk, including possible loss of principal. Technology companies can be affected by rapid product obsolescence and intense industry competition. Before investing carefully, consider the fund's objectives, risks, charges, expenses, and more in the full or summary prospectus at GlobalXETFs.com. Read carefully. Distributed by SEI Investments Distribution Company. 
This episode is brought to you by Vonage. With Vonage Video API, your developers can easily create custom video experiences tailored to your business. Enhance every conversation with live video, whether it's delivering faster tech support, improving customer service, or enabling interactive meetings and events. Unlock the true video potential of your business. Discover how at Vonage.com. Georgia's recount effort has uncovered some legal votes that weren't originally counted. More than 2,600 votes were discovered in Floyd County in the northwest part of the state. President Trump won a majority of those votes. We added those in, and that's the way it should be. And that's why you audit races. How did that happen? Uh, Memory stick. It was just uh, left in the machine. And it was actually from the early vote period, and no one really took it out. And that really goes to the oversight of the county election director. And he was out. And because he was out for a while, he assigned that to someone that just didn't have the skill set or the experience. And so this person just made a major mistake. But that's why we've asked for him to resign, because it was a major error in judgment. Through the recount process, have you found any credible allegations or instances of missed ballots or dead people voting or illegal ballots or any other problems like this one? We've run the data, the analytics on people that voted twice. We had 400. And now we're investigating all those. And we said anyone that votes twice, you'd be facing a period in prison and also a major fine. It's a felony and we will prosecute. Any people voting under dead names? Oh, there's probably one or two, uh, but we're going to dig into every one of those that we find out. We will track every single credible information that we receive about illegal voting of any type whatsoever, because we want everyone to have confidence in the accuracy and the integrity of the voting system. You mentioned that it's sort of whack-a-mole right now, that these rumors come up and you have to keep investigating them and knock them down to show people that they're false. How much of that do you think is coming from legitimate concerns about election security versus a sort of political maneuver to try to hope to overturn the outcome? I would say, I guess I would probably put that on the political side of really questioning and getting people to question the accuracy of the vote. How is it possible? And we probably saw that in 2016. How is it possible that President Trump won? He couldn't have won. How is it possible that President Trump now in 2020 could have lost? And so now it's coming from the other side. But what it really does is it really undermines the stability of a civil society. And so my job really is to keep my head down, do the process, not throw out a whole bunch of hyperbole and wild talk, is really just be a calm voice that's really following through the process. So what do you make of the fact that President Trump is saying a lot of this stuff about Georgia's election not being trustworthy? Well, it's not supported by facts, and that's why we did an audit of the equipment I just got results of our audit of the machines. We did a forensic audit. People were questioning, had they been hacked or tampered? So I, I got the report, and we'll be getting some information out about that today. And, and, and how does the report look? Uh, the machines uh, passed with flying colors. We uh, did a randomized uh, sample of about, uh, I guess it was six counties. Uh, those are the ones that really the Republican Party and uh, Republican activists were questioning. So we went ahead and we did uh, use forensic techniques to verify that there was no hack 
uh, or tampering of the voting equipment. So the machines are safe. They've not been tampered with. Do you think that President Trump should concede? That's President Trump's decision. I'm just doing my job, and he's got to make up his mind what he wants to do. I'm sure that there's still more to be seen. But at the end of the day, we're doing our job. And that's what voters have asked me to do as Secretary of State, to make sure it's an open, transparent, accurate process that every legal vote counts. Do you think the country will be able to move on, though, if the president doesn't concede? At the end of the day, the results will be certified by every single state, and it'll be what it'll be. I'm going to worry about where Georgia is. I'm the Secretary of State of Georgia, and I know that there's 49 other states. They're doing what they're doing. So I got plenty to say grace over right here. Right. And speaking of Georgia, you still have two big Senate elections to run. Both Senate races are going to a runoff in January. And how those races turn out will help decide who has control of the Senate. Given what's happened in the presidential election, how do you think about the challenges ahead with those runoffs? Well, as Secretary of State and running the election, I have no doubts that we can run a you know safe, secure, well-run election. Now, putting on my political hat as a Republican, I think that this unity is very harmful to political parties. It's always best to be unified. And so we need to quit the infighting and people need to quit taking shots at people doing their job and they need to get back to running their race. But as Secretary of State, what will you be able to do to ensure that voters trust the process? Well, first of all, we're going to make sure that we don't have people coming in here to try and register just to vote. So registration at the front end. Then we're going to have our online absentee ballot portal, which requires photo ID. And that's the best thing. That's a very secure way. We're going to do signature match of every absentee ballot that comes in. Machines have been certified. They're accurate. And we've done an audit of that. And then both sides need to turn out their folks. And I'm hopeful that the good Lord willing that as a Republican, we'll turn out our folks. But I know that the other side, they're uh, unified and they're focused on turning out their side too. And so it's going to be very competitive, but we'll be ready. And so we're election officials. Thanks so much for your time. We really appreciate it. Thank you. Take care. Georgia is expected to finish its hand recount on Wednesday. That's all for today, Tuesday, November 17th. The Journal is a co-production of Gimlet and The Wall Street Journal. Thanks for listening. See you tomorrow.